Welcome back to The Lawyer You Know. And today we hit a hot button topic here in our home state of Florida, and that's cruises. Cruises in a post-COVID-19 world is a huge deal right now. Governor DeSantis, the cruise lines, the CDC, everyone is battling it out. There are all different rules that are applying. Everybody's trying to figure out which rules they have to follow and what the best course of action is. So I want you, the listeners, to watch this video, listen to what we say, listen to Pete's opinions, listen to the stuff that we have read and we have found through our research so far, and let us know what you think. Please subscribe to this video and like this video so you can be involved in all of our future discussions because we love to hear from you. What do you think the rules should be in order for cruise lines to start back up very soon here in Florida, which is one of the biggest areas where cruise ships dock and port and go in and go out? There have been all sorts of headlines coming out every single day. So this is just a brief update and then we're going to play the rest of the video. But Norwegian Cruise Lines have come out and said they're going to start going off in Florida with the COVID-19 vaccine restrictions and requirements and passports necessary before you get on their cruise. Carnival Cruise Lines saying the same thing. Other cruise lines are saying maybe they will abide by what Florida says and what Ron DeSantis says and not require this COVID-19 vaccine. So we have things coming in left and right. We've got all sorts of answers that we actually don't know what's going to happen yet. But if you stay till the end, Pete is going to give you his opinion on what he thinks is going to happen with all this mess and what's going to happen. Because you're going to see that if they require these vaccines in Florida, they're going to have to pay huge fines like $5,000 per person. And you're going to see that this is going to be a fight because lawsuits are being filed. DeSantis is a lawyer, so he knows how this stuff goes. He knows how litigation works. He knows it's coming because his laws and the CDC laws are not necessarily lining up and the cruise lines feel pretty strongly about it. A lot of the news articles are saying all of us lose because of Ron DeSantis's law not requiring passports and not allowing people to require passports because now there's gonna be litigation, there's gonna be delays in cruises, there's gonna be all sorts of extra measures cruises have to take. So let me know what you think, let me know who you agree with. And let's jump into the video now and hear what Pete has to say. Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of the Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Almost everybody I know, me included and Pete included, had a cruise vacation canceled because of yeah. COVID. And now people are looking to get back on those cruise ships and enjoy the ride. But some people are worried about the COVID-19 vaccine passport mm -hmm. and whether or not you're going to have to have one to enter a cruise ship, especially in Florida where we live. Well, there have been some competing guidelines coming down from the CDC and from the governor here in Florida, Governor DeSantis, who seems to be in the news every day <laughs> nowadays. So we're going to talk through that today and what it means, what those competing rules are, and what we think is going to happen as far as cruise ships and when they come back and people actually start getting on and start going on these cruise vacations, because as of right now, they're still not happening. Right? It's June 3rd. Yep. And cruises still haven't happened. We yep. just had one that was supposed to happen in May and it got canceled. So to start the conversation, let's talk about where we're at post-COVID and what's happened over the last, I don't know, year, year and a half with the cruising industry. All right. Let If you think back to when COVID first started back in March, February, March of 2020, Cruise ships were kind of like the epicenter. You remember, I don't know, at least I remember because I like cruising a lot, seeing people stuck on their cruise ships in quarantined. their cabins, quarantined yeah. for two weeks, right? The, the one, the inner, the inner rooms with no windows yeah, that and people sucked. stuck in there. Yeah. And just think about it, just people terrified because they don't know, they didn't know what was going on. All they yeah. knew it was COVID. People in China are dying and now we're stuck on this ship. Yep. So understand some of these cruise ships are huge. There are multiple thousands of crew and multiple thousands of passengers. I mean, we're talking about small towns when it's mm -hmm. all said and done. 
So what ends up happening is all this stuff kind of started coming to fruition. March of 2021, the CDC bans all cruise ships for sailing in U.S. waters. March of 2021? I lied. March of 2020. Okay. Yeah. The CDC banned all cruise ships from setting sail from U.S. waters, which basically shut down the industry. Okay. So what happened? What happened to the ships? What happened to the crews? You know, what happened? The majority of the ships themselves, because they're foreign flagged, had to go back to whatever country of origin they're What does it mean in. to be foreign flagged? Most cruise ships do not fly an American flag. And there's reasons for that. And the reasons for the most Mostly part. Mostly taxes. Taxes and work uh, like uh, employment yeah, and overtime. Yeah, you can do things that That's are not right. allowed in the U.S. That's right. The point is, they don't want to play by the U.S. rules because we're too strict on taxes and how we protect right. our workforce, even though a lot of people think we don't. Mm -hmm. That's why they don't put it under the U.S. Right. Flag. So what that means is, because they're foreign flag vessels, there is a limited amount of time they're allowed to stay in U.S. waters. Like It's like 72 hours or something like that. So all of those ships had to leave U.S. ports, and they went either to the Bahamas or Panama or wherever they happened to be flagged from, and they literally tied them all up to the dock, sent all the crews back to their countries of origin, we're talking about the Philippines, you know, Eastern Europe, wherever they're from. And they kept small skeleton crews of essential personnel. And just to make sure the ship didn't like go, go under Catch on fire, or, yeah, 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 absolutely. And they just basically clean, paint, and do maintenance day in and day out. So how many people were actually affected over the last year, year and a half? This was crazy. I, I ran the numbers. 14 million U.S. passengers did not cruise this year. That's wow. talking about people that had a cruise that they had actually paid for or had a cruise that they were contemplating going on. Think about how much money lost that is by the cruise. Billions. And we'll talk about that in a second. But think of it this way. Let's talk about industry-wide. 60% of all cruises originate in the United States and half of the cruise ship passengers worldwide are U.S.-based. So all Americans. That's insane. That's insane. Okay, so how has it affected the actual cruise lines then? Well, not just the American people, but now yeah. how the cruise lines. Most people don't know this, but the cruise lines did not get a stimulus pay uh, payout. Oh, because really? Because they're not U.S. companies. Oh, they're foreign-flagged yeah, companies. Think about so they that. didn't get any money. So, um, you know. No, like, American corporations are no. hidden. Oh, there wow, are I'm very, surprised. very few, but the major cruise lines like Norwegian and Carnival and those big wow. cruise lines that you think of, they're not U.S.-based. They're foreign-flagged. So they got no stimulus money. So not only are they not sailing, losing millions of dollars a day, their ships have to be basically mothballed and, and, and stored until this all comes to fruition. And, and everybody just no knows money. when you have a car that sits in your garage for two years, yeah. you know what happens. Sure. Well, think about these huge boats just sitting there for 18 months. Yeah. So they had to run them. They had to run them and just do circles, well, probably, which waste gas and money, That's too. right. And there lies the key. They don't just, you know, like you said, you don't just put the battery charger in and leave it there. Right. You've got to keep these ships moving. And so they're moving, basically losing money every day. Um, I, I did some of the research, and I, I, it's kind of hard to tell, but it was like billions of dollars of lost revenues uh, on the, each of these cruise lines' bottom lines. Okay, what about the fact beyond the ships themselves? All right, forget the ship itself. Think about the logistics of what it takes to get that ship moving. You're talking about the cruise port personnel, meaning the people that you know come and say hi to you and check in your passport when you're when you're boarding the ship. Think about the people that are providing provisions. They're called ship's chandlers. They provide the food, the beverages, all that stuff uh, that the ships take on board. Think about the the fuel. If you go to Miami, if you go to Port Canaveral, you'll see these humongous containers of ship fuel, uh, which is not gasoline, it's obviously a different type of petroleum, that were stockpiled because you know ships use these things, all those companies came to a screeching halt. So let's talk about what, it, what it's going to look like now, right? So they're all mm -hmm. trying to make plans about starting to cruise again with these new rules. How are we going right. to do it? We all, nobody, even no matter how much we love cruising, which you do a lot more than I do, 
you don't want to get stuck on a cruise in a quarantine because someone tested positive, whether it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or somebody else is or is not. If somebody tests positive, you got a quarantine and it basically blows your whole vacation. Absolutely. So so what are we trying to do to avoid that? What is the CDC saying first? Let's start with there. What are the rules they're putting out there for the cruise lines? The CDC sent correspondence to the major cruise lines last week. The correspondence basically said, we want to get your industry back and running. And we want to get this done as quickly as, wait for it, the middle of July is when they wanted to start getting cruise lines back. Six cruising. weeks. Yeah. Right. Very aggressive timeline. So what the CDC wound up doing was sending this memorandum to each of the cruise lines and it said, if you want to get your ships moving, here's what you need to do. And they gave them a list of everything from, you know, how the ships have to be cleaned and how, you know, even to the percentage of alcohol that has to be in the, um, you know, the in the hand solution. sanitizers, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, letters about, you know, uh, the ship's personnel being, you know, social distanced and what, you know, putting up the plastic barriers, all these things. One of the big issues that the CDC talked about is if the cruise lines could get their crews 98% vaccinated and the passengers on the ship were at least 95% COVID vaccinated, they would not have to do what they called simulated test cruises. So simulated test crews. In other words, take the ship, load it up full of, you know, your crew, food, beverages, and let the ship go out there with no passengers and see if you can actually keep the ship with just 2,000 crew members functional. I mean, it's just an interesting social experiment too, right? Because they they talked about like, how did COVID ever get on the cruise ships? Because they weren't here when it started, yet people got COVID on the cruise ships. Remember, it was like so weird, some of those stories, like how did it actually happen? So let's stop here for a second and talk about the CDC just these rules that they're putting out. So if you just think about what you said, right, they're going to social distance, they're going to put up barriers, 98% of the crew vaccinated, 95% of the passengers vaccinated. So it's not going to look like a normal cruise. No. Okay. It just, you can't, like everything's going to be sanitized. You're still going to have to socially distance. You're still going to have to wear masks, right? I think that there are requirements for masks in certain settings for the passengers. Like if you're going in the hallways, the crew all the time masked. If they're in the outside of their cabin, they're masked. Which is weird because isn't the CDC saying you don't need to wear a mask now if you're vaccinated? Hey, that I'm just telling that what they said. Though? That's what they said. But right. so these guidelines, the some of these guidelines aren't going to make sense. But they're trying to be hypersensitive right. because this is a COVID feeding ground. Absolutely, right? you're putting thousands of people eating, drinking, sleeping, throwing up. Right. People get sick on cruises anyway. Yeah. So you're sticking them all in basically one moving room you're and ex- you're trying to not have this airborne virus yeah, And spread. you're in extremely close quarters where, you know, if, if you get it, your family gets it and your friends get it, it, it spreads like wildfire. And everybody knows like what we love about cruises is going to get the pizza late at yeah. night or the little ice cream machines that you self-serve, all that stuff that you're not going to be able to do that. No. They're going to have to cut. It's all going to have to be given to you, handed to you, served to you, whatever it may be. They've got some sort of guidelines in place for, I mean, even though it's minuscule of things. For example, if somebody does in the crew does come up with some sort of symptoms, how they quarantine that individual and how they they trace the people that they have contact with, it's really intricate. How are they going to choose who the 5% of unvaccinated passengers are? I have no clue. That makes no sense to me because it says 95%. Great. That's all well and good. Makes sense. You got to be vaccinated to get on a cruise ship so you don't spread COVID. But they're letting 5% of the people get on there not vaccinated. Right. How is that going to be fair? Here's the plan. How is that going to pass EEOC muster? <laughs> there are certain people that cannot be vaccinated. They're either, they have an allergy to it. They or have kids. Some... I mean, I would think, so this means this is including kids. So your kids all have to be vaccinated too, whether they're infants or whatever. It doesn't matter. If there's more than 5% of passengers that are not vaccinated, they have to do all of these things. The key is 
if you've got 90% of the crew and 95% of the passengers vaccinated, you don't have to do all these extra things. Oh, is that what it says? That's what it is, yes. So if everybody is vaccinated, right. you don't have to do the masks, the separators, all that? I think all that stuff still happens, but there are test cruises that don't have to happen. In other words, if you're putting so many vaccinated people in one place, they're not going to make the cruise lines load up a ship full of just crew and go out there sailing for a week to make sure that nobody... Have they know, said whether or not they're going to do testing on the boat? Are they going to do COVID testing on the boat? Yes. They are going to do They're going that. to have... There's going to be some sort of spot testing on the vessel. A Is lot it of, just going to be a temperature or... Great question. I don't think it'll be like up your nose swabs because right. they've got spit tests. Now they've got right. all kinds of non-invasive tests. But they are going to do those tests? But they are going to do those tests. Okay, so this is what a lot of my friends and people I've talked to, this is what their fear was, right? The COVID-19 vaccine passport. Even the ones that have gotten vaccinated, they don't want people being intruding into their medical sure. privacy, right? And then... They don't want to pay for and go on a cruise that has mm -hmm. all these annoyances and blockades up to having fun and enjoying your time from having a cruise. Right. They'd rather just not go yet. You might as well so if home. you're going to open up yeah. the cruise, open it up right. If you're not going to open it right, these people aren't going to want to go, right? Which if they don't think it's safe to open it up, obviously I don't think they should. So that's kind of the disconnect, right? And a lot of my friends were sending me text messages and celebratory text messages and firecrackers mm -hmm. popping when they heard that DeSantis said absolutely not to vaccine passports right. To get on cruises in Florida, absolutely not with these mask mandates, absolutely not kicking people off boats if they don't have the vaccine or whatever it may be. So how can both be true? Because as we all know, Florida has yeah. some of the most major ports mm -hmm. in the United States for cruises, right? Right. Florida has four major hubs, meaning Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Port Canaveral, which is right across from Orlando, and Tampa are huge cruise ports. Florida's, Every single national cruise I've been on has been out of Florida. You too? The vast majority. You've gone yeah. international Yeah, before, I've gone but, international. But, but, but all of the... I mean, there's no reason not to. Let's be real. If you're going to South America, right. the Caribbean, Central America... Bahamas, You're whatever. going out of Florida. Yeah. Are there ships in Houston? Sure, there are. Right. If you want to go to Hawaii, for example, can you leave from California? I guess you can, but there are cruise lines in, Cali in, in, you know, in those places. But the vast majority of all cruise lines leave or arrive in Florida. Right, right. So here's the problem. So what is what is this? So what does this mean that DeSantis says no? We're not going right. to enforce any of that in Florida. Actually, you can't do that if you're a cruiser. And that's what Florida's uh, bill that he signed into law a couple weeks ago says: a business cannot discriminate against unvaccinated passengers. So therein lies the problem because the cruise ships are saying, "Well, wait a minute, I have to have ninety percent of my crew vaccinated and ninety-five percent of the passengers vaccinated, or, or I have to do all these CDC I have to do guidelines. all these you know super restrictive things that are going to cost me hundreds of millions of dollars." So they actually contacted uh, the state of Florida, and here's the discussion back and forth. The cruise lines are saying, well, that's all great and good. We're not subject to your, uh, your local rules because we are- Florida's rules. Florida's rules, right, because we are uh, foreign flagged vessels in the maritime industry. Therefore, we fall under the federal laws. We're following the CDC, which is technically true, except your longshoremen, the uh, cruise terminal is a Florida-owned entity. So how do you get from the shore to the ship if the state of Florida is not going to authorize the, um, you know, this vaccine passport? So what can Florida do? What can DeSantis, what can Florida actually do to block cruise ships from coming and going from the Florida ports? They'll find them and they're going to say, as long as you have this vaccine passport requirement, you're going to get a fine. And, you're and gonna could, can 
citizens of Florida then sue these cruise companies because they're discriminating against them for not having a passport? You know, I haven't even thought of it from you know that far ahead. Can you sue? Of course you could, because technically there's a law that says they cannot discriminate against you for not being vaccinated. Can you sue them? Yes. Are they going to remove it to federal court, at which point you're going to have a huge contention? Because there is no federal law saying you can't do it if you have the right health and safety reasons for discriminating. Right. The federal law says you follow the CDC guideline at this point. But what I'm saying is the discrimination claim is a hard one. I don't think it's a black and white issue or are they dis- is it illegal to discriminate for somebody not having the, the vaccine? Because I think businesses are going to be able to get away with saying there's a legitimate health and safety reason for whatever their practice is to enforce a vaccine, right? And they're a private company. No, I, Florida, DeSantis is Florida. Law. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I'm saying federally oh, speaking yeah, no, in other states, absolutely. it's not illegal. Florida is saying you can't do that. Right. right? There, are, there are states that you're not, you can have now rest, uh, relieved their restrictions and you don't have to wear masks outside. I mean, that's how restricted some other states are. Right. But my point being, it's not just black and white, just everybody paint with a broad brush. It's illegal to discriminate for not having the vaccine. Florida has said that. Yes. But there is now a butting of the heads. And we've talked about before when federal law and state law contradict Mm -hmm. who rules. And usually it's federal Federal law, law. right? But in this situation, because they need Florida, they have to have Florida. What are they going to do? The threat at this point has been if DeSantis does impose this, uh, you know, this, this law on the the ships, uh, on the cruise lines, the ships will just leave Florida and we'll go cruise from somewhere else. In other words, if you want to go to the Bahamas, you're going to have to fly to the Bahamas and pick up your cruise ship in Nassau. Or North, go to North Carolina sure. or Georgia or some other coastline. I mean, I mean, if, you, if they can fit a ship right. of that size. But the reality is... South Carolina, there. Texas, Louisiana. I think Houston is probably the only port outside of Florida on this side that can house major cruise ships because they actually have a cruise ship port. Nassau and some of these other you know, Caribbean islands. Listen, do you get on and off the ship in these places? Of course you do. But are they capable of processing thousands of people in and out of a cruise ship? One of the weird things, this is just kind of to backtrack. So when saying discriminating based on whether or not you're vaccinated, it is kind of weird. Like the 5% thing is weird that they are letting some people that aren't vaccinated because that then you do have a beef because you're saying he's not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Why does he get to go and I don't get to go? Right. Is it a first come, first serve thing? Is there only a certain amount of, like, how do you check the box that I'm vaccinated? Then how are they going to confirm that? It seems like a logistical nightmare. And you are going to have to have that type of vaccine passport in order to prove you've been vaccinated. Right. Like, you can't just say you've been vaccinated. No, they're they're going to ask proof. you for actual proof. Absolutely. Which at that point now you're getting into people's privacy, you know, their, their healthcare privacy. Right. I mean, that type of stuff. So it's going to be interesting. And this could be a stepping stone to other businesses trying to do that if this is what the CDC guidelines are saying, which butts up against another video that we did where the CDC had some pushback um, about OSHA's requirements that if you force your employees to get the vaccine and they have an injury from it, it can be a work comp claim basically, right. or it can be a recordable oh, event, as they said. So when we have all these contradicting laws, mm-hmm. it's going to be, we're going to have to figure out and basically trial and error, figure out what's going to happen and what's actually going to be the ruling law in this case. But for now, do you foresee cruises going out of Florida in July? Yes. I think if the cruise industry can open, they will open. They need the revenues. That's the So the they'll issue. just deal with the fines? I think they're going to deal with the fines. And the reality is all these threats about we're going to move the ships out of Florida. No, you're not. You're not going to move the ships out of Miami, Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, and... Um, uh, Orlando, Orlando, which is uh, Port, you know, Port Canaveral, because you're talking about dozens of ships. The majority of the U.S. fleet is in Florida. Can DeSantis just close the ports? 
Yes, if there's absolutely. like multiple violations, I, that's what I would think. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think he's just going to keep fining them forever. Yeah, well, the Port Authority is controlled by the state. So the Florida Port Authorities are going to have control. So what they might do is the, the ships may say well, you got to have a cruise passport to get in. And then they'll, they'll just have some Port Authority cops saying, fine, 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 right down as people going on the ship. They're going to say, all right, this ship's fine amounted to $6 million. I'm just making these numbers up. But those numbers may still be far less than A, not cruising, and B, having to do all the other restrictive stuff that the cruise ships are going to be mandated to do if they don't have this percentage of vaccination. So if they're vaccinated, they still have to do all that stuff you're saying, or they don't? No, what I'm telling you is if you have 98% vaccination of your crew and 95% vaccination of your passengers, there's a lot of things that they don't have to do. So like the sanitizing, the cleaning, the separators? They still have to do all that. They still have to do all that. So what extra do they have to do? They don't have to do test cruises, for example. They're not going to have to put crew on ships and make them go around in circles to see if they're if their systems they probably are have more lax testing requirements while right. people are on the ship there are and just like in schools if you masked up and you were six feet apart and somebody tested positive you didn't have to send the whole class right. home you could just quarantine that one person right. so maybe if they have this set up and somebody tests positive they can just quarantine that one yeah. person not everybody else the key for it is though without this 95 to 98 percent the cost associated to the cruise line for 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 complying are astronomical. In summary, basically, we don't think cruising is going to look the same for, for any time soon. Yeah. But you do think cruising is going to start in Florida even with these restrictions, and we're just going to see what the battle happens in court. There's going to wind up being lawsuits filed left and right, and I think that the cruise lines are going to wind up eating fines from the state of Florida for a while. So just because DeSantis came out and said this, that cruise ships aren't going to be able to do the vaccine passport, you think that it's still going to happen? I think it's still going to happen. They're just going to wind up paying the fines. That's what's going to happen. That's pretty crazy. So let, let us know what you think in the comments. If you like this type of video and this content, please like our page and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our page. But let us know in the comments. Do you care if there's a vaccine passport to get on cruises? Would it make you not go on cruises out of Florida? Which law do you think, or which law do you like better? Do you like how Florida's doing it where they're saying no vaccine passports, no masks, kind of opening life back up? Or do you think the CDC and the cruise ships are making the right decision by forcing this vaccine passport. So make sure you let us know and we'll be back with you guys next time. Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of the Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Along with my partners, Pete Sardis, the professor who has a finance and business background and George Tragos, my dad and the conciliary, a criminal defense giant, we can answer any questions you have. 